It's time for a radio royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time where we welcome Her Majesty, the Princess of Policy. We genuflect before her. We marvel at her wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud, please, humbled, on bended knee, to bring you our very own Princess Diana Me. Welcome, Princess. How are you this afternoon? I I would like to hereby knight you. So you know, if you're going to be unbended me, I will knight you. You come come up with your own knight term, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yes, indeed. So uh, yes, you have your own theme music now, Princess Di. <clears throat> Lovely, <clears throat> and it is wonderful. Now uh, this week, Princess Diana, we. I don't recall ever, look, I've been watching politics since I was a kid. I've seen disastrous weeks for presidents. I don't think I have seen anything, and and there have had to be worse weeks for certain presidents, but this was among the worst that a sitting president faces. First, Joe Biden goes out Wednesday on this, 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 this press conference, and the poor mm. guy looks like he can barely hang on to a, a thought. I mean, I'm not right. trying to dump on him. He really did look like he was struggling. There were points when he, I felt sorry for him. It's like he's closing his eyes. He's just trying to will himself to stay in there, be coherent, stay in there, try to make sense of this question and answer. And, of course, yeah. they've been cleaning up after the press conference ever since on his remarks on the Ukraine, which made it look like he was giving Russia uh, tacit permission from the United States to engage in a small incursion, not a big one. Just go ahead and do a small incursion. And and and, and then this idea that that, well, if we don't get this voting rights bill, the elections in 2022 are going to be illegitimate. And they didn't get it. And so the elections, I guess, coming up are going to be illegitimate. What do you say about this week for the President Biden and also this week for the Democrat Party failing once again to get what Joe Biden claimed that he wanted, and this all took place in the United States Senate. Well, you know, I really I have what is known as the princess principles, and one of them is follow the Marxism. And so even though, as you say, this has been a what appears to be a very difficult political week for the Democrat Party. Build back better. Nothing is built. Nothing is back and nothing is better. And all, <laughs> all of their all of their uh, legislation crashed and burned. However, if you look at what has actually happened, that this, you know, what's public seems to be possibly cover for what they're really doing which look at crime and drugs pouring over the border, look at terrorism, look at the uh, human trafficking, look at inflation, look at the energy dependence, which we now have again, look at the energy scarcity, the supply chain problems. All of these are the results of deliberate policies by the Biden administration. So yes, he may have 
failed, quote unquote, at some legislation that they are very visibly pushing, but they are succeeding, unfortunately, enormously at what they're actually doing, which is wounding America. And it seems to be, and you've heard of the Cloward-Piven strategy, which is basically overwhelm all of the institutions and the agencies in the American system with deliberately overloaded. So the whole thing crashes and burns. So instead of build back better, we've got tear it all down, blow it all up, the Cloward-Piven strategy, which is the strategy of Bill Ayers. You know, you remember uh, the- From the Clinton years. Well, also from the Obama years, who yes, pal yes. around with terrorists. This was a buddy in Chicago, uh, an actual weather underground guy. And you know what I found out? I just looked him up again. And do you know that he was foster parent to Chase Boudin, who is the San Francisco DA now? Good Lord, Agnes. No, I did not. Yes. Yes, he raised this guy who is instituting these same policies that Bill Ayers believed in during the weather underground years to tear it all down, blow it up deliberately. So Biden is on one hand, you know, struggling and all of these things with his legislation that is failing. And on the other hand, you've got the Bill Ayers philosophy, which is being put into effect, and by some of the same people. When I discovered that, that Bill Ayers and his wife, I forget her name, Bernadine Dorr, I think, something like that. Bernadine Dorn, yeah. Yes, both of them involved in terrorism, and that is on the record. They raised this guy who had, because his own parents had been imprisoned due to their weather underground bombing activities. And now he is San Francisco DA, one of the people who is being supported by the Soros organizations, and they are deliberately not prosecuting crime. So I think that is another angle to this. You know, sometimes you have to follow the Marxism or as you follow the money, because what appears to be and what everybody in politics is obsessing over is just a cover for something more nefarious. Wow. Interesting theory. And this is one of the reasons why we love having you here, because I don't think anyone else could come up with this analysis. Now, let's turn our attention to a minute before it's time for us to go for today. And you'll be back with us tomorrow on our second and third hour sometime tomorrow's show. Um, NBC News president (laughs) Noah Oppenheim insists that NBC News is not in the business of advocacy journalism. I would suggest that they're not in the business of journalism at all, but (laughs) he says, no, we're not advocate. We're not journalistic advocates over here. I mean, how you can say this with those letters MSNBC staring you in the face, I don't understand. (laughs) This was the same day, by the way, that that black woman over there who's angry at the world, bitter, angry, mean, even attacked one of their own, Pete Buttigieg, she for the infrastructure bill. She called the infrastructure bill a white man something or another. It benefits oh, white people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that I mean, no one pays attention to that idiotic woman most of the time anyway. But I mean, she's just angry and bitter and mean. And so he's saying, no, we we're not advocacy journalism. And meanwhile, you got this woman over there attacking old Pete who failed in his five G rollout because he and his husband Chase is too busy taking busy pictures of the babies with them standing up like they're the poster kid for mom for dad and dad magazine. And while 
and, and, and meanwhile, you know, this woman's out here telling old Pete, hey, Pete, the infrastructure deal is going to benefit white people. Black people and other people in America are not going to. And he tried to push back against it, poor little Pete. But maybe he was, his head was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay, NBC. Uh, yes. Well, you know, that is one of the funniest articles I've ever read that, you know, they this this guy, Noah Oppenheim, says that NBC News mission is to hold the middle ground, be objective and nonpartisan. And they (laughs) ferociously, ferociously defend the traditional approach to journalism. And so all you have to do is say Lester Holt, Chuck Todd, Access Hollywood tape. MSNBC, as you mentioned, and the new hire, Yamish Alcindor. That radical went, from that they hired over from PBS. Yes. And she, after the disastrous press conference that Biden had, she went on in this fangirl tweet storm about how wonderful it was and how blessed we all are. I mean, she it was so over the top that even her leftist friends kind of said, hey, you better tone it down. It was it was so so she contradicts this guy's assertion right away because she's clearly an advocate of the left and the Democrat Party. We have and, another uh, word. Know, she's a brown noser of the first degree. She can't get her <laughs> nose out of Joe Biden's butt. I'm sorry. Well, I wouldn't put it that way, but well, I would. Clearly... I mean, good grief already. <laughs> yes. So, so let this NBC NBC News president think that you know that of himself. But you know, the fact that they have no audience now proves that people are leaving in droves, and the independent journalists and the independent sources are growing exponentially. So the public is doing its walking, and he can call his station, his network, whatever he wants, but that doesn't make it true. Okay. Tomorrow's another day, Your Majesty. We will rejoin and grab some of the other good stuff. I'm telling you, this Cloward Piven thing is really interesting because, as you say, if you look at what's actually happening, not the stuff that didn't happen, not the stuff that they're fighting, but look at what's happening, that gives you a far different view of what this administration is doing. Yes, and they're being very successful of it, or whoever's behind this. And tomorrow, I'd like to talk about Schumer's actual successful strategy. Now, everyone's calling him a failure in the Senate, but his job was to keep the money flowing. He had to convince the base that he was pushing their agenda, and at the same time convince Wall Street that he was stopping the leftist agenda, and he did both. Wow. Okay, tomorrow I'm with Princess Di here on WABC Talk Radio 77 with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, and we are coming back right after this.